When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal, the post-FA Cup final special. I'm very glad, I'm Boyd Hill, and I'm very glad that we didn't do a podcast in the week building up to the Cup final, basically because Josh was away and I was away a bit, and that we're doing this instead. Our first ever post-FA Cup final podcast, Josh. Hi, Josh. Psychic Josh is here. Hello, Boyd. And we've got the greatest lineup of guests in the history of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. We've got lovely Alex Brooker, fresh from a special event. For, I mean, you don't want to introduce well, me after saying we've got the best lineup of guests. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Brooker off the last leg, and I saw you on Britain's Got More Talent last week. You were very yeah. good on that. You oh, did that really complicated game where you have to not say yes or no, and you did brilliantly, I think, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I did. I, I got a little bit screwed over on it, to be honest with you. Mulhern was giving it the big one. Typical, typical Mulhern. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> that was good to see you. And welcome back, the, oh, one of the founding fathers. Come when we win. Back. Yeah, come of this when podcast. We win. Dermot O'Leary, I come when we win. Dermot O'Leary, <laughs> broadcasting's Dermot O'Leary. Hello, here. everyone. Um, who? We when, we- what happened to the footballist the Arsenal music? Da-da, I think it will be on the, when we when it goes on out. The way here, I was singing it to myself. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> but it, when it goes out to the public, it will be on there. Hopefully, that's yeah. well, I want the whole experience. Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. This is we like this is immersive. <laughs> it's totally immersive. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, it's obviously, firstly, hooray us! Hooray us! The me- all the menu item is all you need to know about the menu today is hooray us yeah. but we are going to talk in depth about our various experiences of going to the FA Cup final Alex I don't know if you know Alex whenever he goes to Wembley to support Arsenal gets blindingly drunk falls asleep or ends up kind of with dribble drink. so we have to find out what happened, to, what happened this time you, Get, you, guess who paced themselves oh, oh. oh yeah. wow I, I really was careful that's good what's so, been the pitfall before now what's been the it's been going out on the Friday before, oh. whereas Friday night, um, the I mean, the most complicated thing I did was um, I sorted through some clothes at about two in the morning because I couldn't sleep. That was how hardcore it got nice. for me. So that's yeah, a, I was I was fresh Saturday. I was completely. I fine. like a little well, bit of somniac uh, admin. Yeah, yeah. you just go. Well, I can't sleep. And then you have to actually creep out. Yeah. You're on the way to <laughs> but were you were you looking for something yellow to wear? Because I only noticed yes. quite late we were wearing yellow. I was. And yeah. I had a I found the, a replica of the 89 kit. Oh, wear. well done. But oh. did you, what did you go I didn't have yellow? any yellow. I, fe- I basically wore a t shirt. Yeah, had a Supreme top on. I had a Supreme top on, which always. had a tiny little bit of yellow on it. a flash of yellow in flash it. Flash of yellow. That's literally all I had. Mm. You, you didn't find I it. I had, no, I had a Pat Rice badge. Oh, yeah, the nice that badge. I bought off a guy in the Gunners pub about 18 months ago, which in, amazingly is still like intact. Uh, it's got Pat Rice Arsenal legend on it and I thought that was going to suffice and then because I I got the memo about the scarf so I thought well there's going to be yeah. a scarf there. I don't want to yeah. scarf a clash with the yellow tops so. okay yeah. uh, we should just acknowledge that there was technical difficulty with Dermot's microphone I wasn't which saying is, anything which is, bad. you were saying loads of great things but if you, you can hear them, I'm sure you'll be able to hear them in the background yeah. and they were fantastic <laughs> I was just about to ask Alex what, where were you sitting and who did you go with so I went with uh, my mate Jack and I was sat um 
like beyond the goal. Oh, okay. It was lovely in the real like yeah, huge no, big. It was it was brilliant. I absolutely yeah. loved it. However, I didn't get away through the weekend without making some sort of uh, drink related um, mess up, and I slept in through the parade yesterday. Oh, you wanted to go to bed? And you I, slept I woke in. up at nine, oh, and then I thought, oh, I'll just sit sit on my bed, like play my phone a little bit, my phone, and um, yeah, oh. I, I woke up again at one o'clock. <laughs> Oh, oh God, that's a shame. And I'd missed it all. That is a shame. And I was like, so oh. you missed uh, Jack Wilshere showing um, allegedly offensive chance about Tottenham, Yeah, I did. Which we're going to talk about. We'll talk yeah. about that. Derm and I, we, went, we were together yeah. uh, with the glorious Tom off the editors. Yeah, we were on the, uh, well, pretty much, we were goal line technology, we, weren't we? We were. We were brilliantly at, facing the goal line, like, looking straight there. So any goal line incident, we, could, we knew exactly where the ball was going to go over the line. That's not. not true. <laughs> no? Because there were several goal line incidents that we thought had gone in. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because yeah, we were obviously staring straight in. We didn't have all the angles. We were so on profile yeah. with the goal. Yeah, we that, were, yeah. Yeah, the, twice I thought we'd scored. And we yeah. Didn't. yeah. Yeah. Luckily, we scored four times. We did luckily score four times. And uh, the other thing I was going to say, but I was very close. It was the, 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 they were the absolutely brilliant seats, weren't yeah. they? Because nice. they were kind of like 20 rows from the front. And right. the, the atmosphere, I thought the atmosphere was brilliant. Yeah, I tweeted it last really night. Was. So much nicer than the semi final. So much nicer than the semi final. I found the semi final quite corrosive. Yeah, I found it oppressive. Like, exactly oppressive. Yeah. I found, And it was to do with where we were sat, maybe. And. Uh, but I, I, I don't know. I thought even well, when's our th- first goal? 39 minutes. And. Yeah. and even then, I don't think the crowd were... I think we were playing such good football. The crowd, you could just tell it was going well. You could tell that everyone was playing well in their positions. Everyone was fulfilling the roles they had to. And they trusted each other. You just looked confident. So even at 39 minutes, no one was getting on anyone's back. Really. No. It says a lot how good um, the feeling was in amongst the fans. That When we scored the fourth... I don't think a lot of people really cheered. I'd like to hear the yeah, noise. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I yeah. kind of just clapped and went, lovely. Yeah. Well, I think you're right. Nice, that one. I did my nut when the first one went in. Yeah. Well, it was a weird goal, though, because it was... So everyone was already celebrating, because yeah. there were 10 seconds left, so yeah. there was already a lot of yeah. noise, yeah. so it could only <laughs> add a little bit more. Yeah. 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 And it was such a little tap-in, it wasn't it? It was such a little deft thing. That's a really good goal. It was a great goal. It was great. I barely even realised we scored. It was only, we were like, have we actually scored? And we looked around and then confirming, and then we all... I was up at it, so I was up at it, but I so nearly didn't make it. Oh, I didn't say what happened. So Friday afternoon, I'm in Israel, coming back from the wedding. I went of out course. for get to the airport, Josh get to check in. in. There's a delay every Friday. Yeah. Flight, there's a delay. It's not what you worst want. time to be in Israel. Yeah, totally. Yeah, terrible. Should you not be? Can you? No, no. It was, it was early enough. It was early enough okay. to be okay. No, okay. Although, hopefully, aren't too many rabbis listening to get me in trouble. But <laughs> get there. There's a delay, that. and then it becomes this delay is more than a delay. And actually, the flight coming out to get us, the pilot had fallen ill, had to go back. Oh. So the delay turns into a cancellation. Oh no. And at this point, you're like, we scramble, three of us, run across the other terminal. There's one more flight back to London that day. It's British Airways. Get to the ticket desk, happy to pay whatever it is. Sorry, we're full. So at this point, we're all on our phones, trying to work out if there's anywhere in Europe we can get to, to get us a connection home that gets us there. Not only that, I've got three people's tickets on me. Oh, you know, and daylight's counting, right? I mean, you're, daylight's you're, counting. You're sort of looking and going, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, that sun going managed down? to get a flight to Zurich. Wow. And they said, you look, you've got 50 minutes for your connection. Hopefully, you know, if you run on time, you'll make it. But it was the last flight from Zurich to London that Swiss Air would put us on. Get to Zurich, fly through the ter- run through the terminal, have to do security again by nightmare. Run, get on the plane. Guess who's getting on in front of me in the plane? Ben Winston. 
Greg Dyke. Greg Dyke. And David Dean Living have been in the FIFA. Furious. Oh. Yeah. They're furious. At, been at the FIFA Congress. No, yeah. no, they're in Zurich. Oh, yeah. They've oh, all been at FIFA. Course, all yeah. of the British journalists are getting on. So basically, just made it and got, like got home pretty late. version of the Bourne identity. Yeah. All <laughs> over Europe. <laughs> <laughs> but all of this to make it the final. But at the actual final, set up a tier, which was not as good as lower tier from everyone I've spoken to. But I was going to say the same. The atmosphere, just compared to the semi-final, it was chalk and cheese. Everyone was in a good mood. Everyone, maybe there wasn't that atmosphere of we're going to turn up and win. People have been talking up Aston Villa, talking up Grealish, who was by, by far the biggest disappointment on the day, Ben Teke. And actually, two minutes into the game, everyone sort of relaxed. Went, well, you know I what? To, I, I think we'll be all right. I wanted to mention Red Action because they were the ones who organised the, the kind of, you know, they yeah. told everyone to wear yellow, didn't they? Raymond, and they got we've had him on. That huge big flag. Didn't, the club didn't do that. No, they, the Red Action, this group, who, a fan group, organised. Yeah. They, they, they organised it with the club's help. So the club. You know, the, in the last home game, did you go to the last home game, Alex? No, I was. I was they had a they had a dem- they had a big card thing for us, which didn't work because because the because the, the, the club laid out the wrong cards. It was really embarrassing. <laughs> so they had to apologise for that. Then they got. I, focused, Del- I, I, yeah. I blame Delaware catering. Whenever anything yeah, goes God, wrong yeah. with the club, yeah, I just exactly. blame Delaware. Exactly. So Red Action was like, right, well, let's. Every- they encouraged everyone to wear yellow. They kind of organised that. They got that massive yellow flag, which was brilliant. Yeah. And they just and the whole, I think they pretty much encouraged the, the club to put out those um, scarves. Obviously, that was the club paid for that. But the whole that made such a difference. You just looked. We just had it, just looked great, didn't it? That we were all and we and just got yeah. the whole atmosphere going. Someone tweeted me last night saying he thought the atmosphere was bad, but I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Like oh, one of the best, great, brilliant. They just felt like there was noise at all times, yeah, even when I was watching. Noise, yeah. And I know you like watching games back after you've been to them. Oh, god, it, it felt it back like there was, in the morning. It felt like there was noise kind of from, from yeah. the off, yeah. and that isn't something yeah. that asked And Danny Murphy said on the commentary out. when he wasn't trying to say that Villa was still in it, like after being three 0 down, he was like, There's still a chance of Villa, <laughs> they could still score, they could still do it. Um, he was like, It's really noisy, you could barely hear. So, I think in general. The atmosphere was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. it was just—it was just so nice for a fan's point of view, and I guess probably for a neutral's point of view, that for the first time in four games, Arsenal actually turned up, and we mm. didn't look cowed. We didn't look. Uh, it's not that we've ever looked intimidated by Wembley because they've played there enough mm. in the last few years. It's just the fact that they just didn't deliver. And and Saturday was the first time in in you know in those four trips really there in five including Birmingham, but you could argue that's uh, you know a largely different squad. Um, they just looked like they wanted it. You know, they looked like they, they didn't look intimidated by it. Yeah, I just think of the finals that I've seen Arsenal playing, like as a fan, I'd say that's probably the only one where we've kind of done it. Almost the easy. We've actually yeah. just gone yeah. there and and done it. I can't remember no. ever, apart from Liverpool when we got beat and we absolutely hammered them all yeah. game, and we you know we we ended up getting beat. But I've never seen us so comfortable. I kept thinking, surely Villa are going to do something in a minute. Like, yeah. We've got to be yeah. careful here. Like I couldn't relax, and then when it was three 0 then I started <laughs> to go absolutely yeah, yeah. nuts. But, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was just so nice. Yeah. It was such. All I kept saying to mate was, going, um, wouldn't it just be nice if just for once, you know, we turned up, yeah. everyone did That's their everyone bit, was, yeah. and it just let's enjoy it. And it was a really enjoyable. Now, do you think, Alex, that me, when the when sorry, you go ahead. When I just it was kind of. Um, I went to watch uh, Pitch Perfect 2 at the cinema the other day again a very enjoyable watch yeah, yeah. I was just happy yeah, to it's similar that. so Pitch Perfect 2 is the, <laughs> is the know, Arsenal Cup imme- final immediately film. I've regretted making that comparison it's a great <laughs> analogy I'd say why. Mad Max is better I've not seen oh, that you've got yet. to see Mad Max yeah it's incredible it came out the same it's different week. podcasts just, just saying, it's different <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> can I start yes and, and everyone really, really like, when you got to the stadium usually I get really I get a lot more confident when I'm in the stadium I felt it the other way when I was getting to the stadium, how were you feeling? Because everyone um, had sort of talked up Arsenal, yeah. 
And then there was a point where I changed my mind when they read out the Aston Villa team on the loudspeaker. I was in the stadium ages before the game, about 45 minutes before, which was great to relax and enjoy it. Yeah, we were the same. Mm. And then you start hearing that, and no disrespect to Aston Villa, you know, I, what? but then you thought only one player gets in our team, Benteke, I, of I the was, whole team. Yeah. Like Kieran Richards and Ashley Westwood, good footballers, but come on, I just thought, no, this is I our I don't game. know about Dermot, but I, I, the moment my whole mood changed, because yeah. I was absolutely sure that we were going to be nervous, like all the previous three, as you said, the previous three FA Cup appearances, Dermot, and I just thought we were going to be... It was, we were going to be disappointing in our performance and yeah. I was convinced more importantly that he was going to pick essentially that team that he picked seven, eight games in a row yeah. that was really knackered and uninspired <laughs> with zero up front and I was like it's all going to go wrong it's going to be one nil till extra time blah 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 when I saw the team news I was monitoring the team news for at least two hours of our lunch before the match when I saw he picked Theo I was like now nah. that immediately spurred me into Exciting, huge positivity I was, that was such a brilliant <laughs> bit of management I think, and that's I think most fans wanted him to pick Theo after last week's hat trick and I, I just turned my whole mood and I was like right now yeah. I'm really excited and positive even I, if even if we didn't play brilliantly I thought Theo is going to give that team pace and a desire and just a whole different thing to having Giroud you know I'm not Giroud's biggest fan like, didn't you think that don't when just yeah, the whole I thought, thing no, I thought, bolt, we, were, I think we were partly helped by when we scored our goals I think was, oh, yeah. the second goal was such a sucker punch and it was it was I mean it was such a great goal and it was such a great FA Cup goal but to score just before our time, to score after half, because we were just pretty much only just made that mm. second goal. Yes. Coming back to our seats. We did. And uh, it's like Wembley's like the opposite of the Emirates, because the Emirates just lies to you and goes, the game started, and you think, oh, God, yeah, yeah. better get back. And then you get there and go, it hasn't started at all. You're right, yeah. Whereas, part of the, <laughs> where's Wembley? They didn't yeah. even tell us the game. That was part started. of the very relaxed announcer who we liked, because he was yeah, very, radio, he was like. He was like Radio 4 Wembley yeah. guy. Yeah, he was a bit like Whispering <laughs> Bob. <laughs> Literally, he well. was like, hey, everyone, welcome yeah. to the FA Cup. It was yeah. the opposite to semi final. Hey, everyone, welcome to the FA Cup. I thought, I like this guy. Yeah, he was brilliant. But he didn't say, no, he didn't. They didn't say, the match is starting now. By the time he said that, it already started. Yeah. And we missed it for like four minutes. The second just got back in time. The, the cynic would suggest it might be due to the they want more fans buying products. Oh, it's not, not like they, they're running up massive queues of people buying the dodgy beer or whatever it was. It felt but, like a lot yeah, of people yeah. were still in the still in the in the you know oh, club level was like empty. Yeah. I was yeah. so yeah. Well, they're not paying for their drinks at half time now, are they? Huh? My mate missed it in club. Did he miss it in club? Yeah. Yeah. I was so happy for Theo though, as you uh, yeah. as we've pointed out several times that uh, you and I are Theo's gay dads. Um, we are, and um, um, I was so. Whenever we score, we, uh, whenever he scores, me and Boy just turn to each other and just go, I'm so happy for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, but, I, it, look, I like Giroud. I think Giroud works very hard and he mm. quite often works very hard um, against two central defenders and holds the ball up very, very well. But, of course, that slows our game down. And when Theo comes on and it works and, you know, and, he, and the fact he was playing through the centre, and it just, there was just something very positive about it and it yeah and like you said you could tell that 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 kind of that permeated through the whole team yeah, i think yeah. so i mean look i'm happy i mean i've been i've been slagging theo <laughs> off um the you know after yeah. he came back from injury i kind of gave him like about a month's grace <laughs> which was about two games and then when he started didn't longer start than performing, yeah when he didn't start performing i was i was kind of i was getting frustrated with him because the problem with theo is when he is on the periphery of a game it's so noticeable mm, yeah. and when he you know the last few games like he's just turned it on and I, it was the right decision obviously to play I mean he took that goal well because before that I remember Ramsey smashed one over the bar and as soon as that happens you think we've had all the possession we're starting yeah. to fashion chances it's not quite happening and you kind of get worried and that was on his weak foot yeah, Theo, it was such a great. Yeah. It was such a great. Came from nowhere as well. Time. When you watch yeah. the when you watch yeah. the replays, you're yeah. like, "Wow, where's he got? Oh my god!" Well, you know, he's 
Well, he started the move, didn't he? He started he and ended the, the move, to Montreal, yeah. Went over yeah. to Sanchez and came back. But do you think Theo would have started the final but for the hat-trick? Definitely not. Definitely no. not. Wenger pretty much admitted that on the, on before the, in the build-up that I watched. Which you've watched back. Which I've watched back. Seen. Okay. He admitted in the, in, the, in the pre-match interview, he said it's the hard, been the hardest, one of the hardest weeks of decision-making he's ever had because of how brilliant Theo was in that final game of the season. If he hadn't have scored, I think if he'd have scored like one, he wouldn't have played him. If it'd just been a you know, decent performance, he was so brilliant. In it, you know, and showed all of his skills. Like all the, I do think there's been a lot of bullshit from people kind of looking back at Theo's career and kind of basically saying, "Oh, he wasn't that great." You know, he wasn't that great finisher. People saying he wasn't never tracked back enough and he left defensive holes. He's always, you know, at his best. He's, I think, and me and Darren agree, he's a brilliant player. And he showed all of those qualities in that last home game of the season. I think, and from what Wenger said in that in that um, build up, he was like, he was so good, he felt like he had to play him. And I think also Giroud had hadn't scored for a long time. Let's face it. So those two things, I think, meant. It's a massive change, wasn't it? Because he, he came on, I remember, against uh, Newcastle back in December was his return from injury. Right. And for months, he just didn't get a start. No. Yeah. And then suddenly, right at the end of the season, you've gone, it almost felt like he was getting a start last week to give Giroud a break ahead yeah. of the final. Yeah. And I think that supports the argument because it doesn't really make sense that he'd bring him in finally for a game if he was planning on playing him in the final. I think it was a, a change of heart. You know, Wenger always bangs on about this, like, you know, it's, you need to be ready. It yeah. takes time to be at that level, not just to be playing, but to be at that level. And you kind of, when he says it in press conferences, you're just like, come on, mate, like, have a day off. <laughs> but I think, actually, like, he knows better than us. Yeah. He sees him in training and he must look at it and think he's not quite on it. And yeah, maybe. When he's, I maybe. mean, there's, yeah. it's, I don't think it's any coincidence that the last few games... You know, Wenger said he's now getting back to the, being ready at that level, and you'll see it. And then he, you know, he's produced. Mm. And what was in the post-match Theo comments, which again you've watched back, yeah. he kept every interview I've seen with Theo, which was across, you know, whether it was the BT stuff or the BBC or the BBC News the following day on the parade, he kept mentioning thanks to the manager. Oh yeah, yeah. I think he was. Am- I bet he was a gratitude that he yeah. got his chance. Oh, <clears throat> I bet he was stunned and amazed that he was picked. I reckon. I don't. I don't think he. Would you, he was yeah, picked. going in in the morning of the cup final, yeah. I didn't think he'd be playing. No, Hard he won't go anywhere now, will he? You'd hope not. I well, think it, it from all feels, the soundings from all the. Maybe we'll come on to this, but it almost feels that you know Chesney and Theo, their futures were kind of decided within yeah. ninety minutes. And their comments afterwards. But now there's this whole thing where people are saying, because he played him up front and he showed, again, he showed how kind of flexible he is and he was moving around. He started that move on the wing in kind of like, you know. Well, he did go out to the left for a little did, period yeah. of that first did, half. Yeah. And it, Sanchez it, went down right, through the middle. Yeah, exactly. But at least he, but he showed that he, could, he can play up front. He's still great chances. Mm. Now people are saying, so is Wenger going to stick with him yeah. as his new, in quote, striking option and not go out and buy I, I think, a striker? I think that's the thing for Theo with this contract. I actually believe it when they, they say, I think that. For him to be, he wants to play through the middle so much. And what's he now? Twenty six. Yeah, I think it's five. You know, he wants he wants to be playing up front. And I think that's a big a big thing for him. Yeah, it is. He's been saying it for on years. The, yeah. Out on the right, I think that yeah. if we if we if he gets promised that, then he'll stay. He must be twenty six. He was seventeen at the World Cup in two thousand six. That's my thoughts, Boyd. I'm looking as it up. You I'm looking desperately it up. Google it. Would you be happy, Dermot, if, if it's 26 years old? Well done, mm-hmm. everyone. Uh, would you be happy? It's a big contract to sign when you're 26. Because <laughs> yeah. that, that sort of 26, 28 is the contract you yeah. sign. Because you know you're going to you sign it for like yep. four years. So you know, re- maybe like tw- tw- you know, 28 is the big one, but 26 is the one you sign. You, you pretty much commit your future to the, your best years to a club, then, don't you? Yeah. Would I be happy with what? With if we stuck, if, if he didn't buy a striker, and if, yeah, and if I would he, actually. Would you? Uh, yeah, I think I think attacking options we've, options we've got a lot. 
we look good going forward. And also, we, we get a lot of players getting, get very injured in our club. I, don't, I think he'll buy someone, because yeah. I think that Podolski will go, Campbell will go, and I think with the, with the changes got from that, he probably... He said today, and on, on, I saw on BBC News, he won't buy... He's not, he, not going to buy Galactico. He's not going to go big. Yeah, he did say that. And he said that in the, in the press conference, I'm not going to spend a billion pounds on yeah, a player. But, but he always says really, that, doesn't he? Really, we don't need him to spend... As long as no one leaves, we don't need him to spend big. You need him to spend sensibly and wisely. I think we need like two or three, I think two big players, maybe three. I think that game, though, that game is almost worth a signing. And that sounds like a stupid thing to say, but the confidence that, that flows, because, that, you know, anyone that, that, that looks at last year's FA Cup win and says, yeah, that's great, that's good for building blocks, didn't we do well, is on drugs, because we, we <laughs> because Wigan could have beaten us and Hull could have beaten us. Yeah. Had Hull scored yeah. later, they probably would have beaten us. So, and, you know, of course it helped our mental strength and Ramsey getting the winner and so forth. But this year felt very different. Felt the our route to the final felt different. Being Manchester United, very I was at, I was at the away game very comprehensively. It didn't look like they didn't trouble us at all. Um, who else did we beat on the way? Uh, Middlesbrough. Did yeah. We, did we play Liverpool on the way or was that L- last year? Wasn't it? Right. Yeah, yeah, last year. Last year, last year yeah. Yeah. But you know, they weren't easy. Yeah, but no, we didn't but I mean, yeah. I, I, the so interesting. I, 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 so I think the final itself actually is it, far more important this year for those players. That's a really good point. Have a bit more belief. Because can, we yeah. have got a great squad, we can do it. And we were so good. The interesting thing was, all of the um, pundits afterwards, and in all the, I was devouring all the papers yesterday and today, and all the best journalists, and all the, uh, for me, like all the pundits, like Gary Neville and all these people, and I read Martin Samuel, read him in the Mail, mm-hmm. and Barney Roney in the Guardian, all made the same point that that performance was so good that it kind of, it should fire them up to genuinely challenge for the title. Whereas if we'd just won it, or, you know, if it'd been a close foot game or whatever, or gone, you know, extra time penalties, but we were so brilliant and showed how good we can be on the big occasion. All the big, all our, all our players play well. But our all key the... for winning the title is not about the, the players we have, the, like changing too many of the players we have at the moment. It's, I, I think it's that those players and Wenger's mentality and going and doing almost just thinking a little bit more like Mourinho and going, do you know what? If we go away to big teams, we walk away with a point, we're happy, and, we, and then we properly go for them at home. But Mourinho would also buy a couple of extra players. Of course, he would. definitely. But that's that's the thing. And, so, and that's, what, that's why we need to look at our year and go third behind two clubs that are, that are artificial models that, 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 you know, that, haven't, that haven't, yeah. don't have a sustainable way of, of looking after themselves for the last 10 years. And the FA Cup is a great year for us. There's no way. There's no way getting around that. It is it's a great year. year. What I say? Last year the final was it was what it was, but we came through it and we won. This year the comments after the final are different because they, mm. there's always a tinge of disappointment that it's actually not been more from this season because of what they feel the quality in the squad is that Definitely. they were so disappointing against Monaco at home in a real opportunity to make progress in the Champions League and that we didn't get going at the beginning of the season, we're never really in the title race. That's what felt different. Last year it was just about the FA Cup. This year the comments from all the players. Were just uh, you know was talking about how next year yeah. the important thing is to challenge for the title yeah. properly. But in I terms think you'd Europe. expect the players to say that. I, I, it's my, I was like, I mean, they, and they, I'm glad they did. But I think everyone there's a general feeling to me that we should re- if we're not challenging for the title next year, it's like it's properly seriously. Yeah. Then there's something wrong. But again, another big thing is keep, yeah. keeping people fit. There's no co- yeah. it's no coincidence that we've improved once there's options uh, available. Like you looked at the bench on Saturday. And it was a good bench, you mm. know. We've mm. got Debussy can't even get in because Bellerin's come through. We've got two good fullbacks on either side, and the only thing I think is um, he needs to bring in um, some de- some like really good players. Because I tell you what, if Cochrane gets injured, 
Yeah. We're we're back we're back screwed again. Yep. If you're if, oh, yeah, if Arteta's our option, yeah. Arteta or Flamini there. Yeah. That's just I think Arteta will probably leave the club, do you think? I don't know. I think the rumour is it's gonna give him another year and you know, yeah. I, I think, think we, we definitely need another defensive midfielder. I'd I would have given Cochrane man of the match on. Yeah, I think he was fantastic. There are a few I mean, you've written here actually in the notes, Josh. Interesting. Yeah. You've written Cazola had a hundred touches, which is a good stat, and was the obvious man I of the match. He was the obvious man of the match. Well, I think that sort of Sanchez, I mean that goal was one of the greatest goals ever scored in a cup final. I mean, he wasn't. I don't want to take anything off that goal, but it, it wasn't. It, I mean, it was not that far away from Shea Given. I think there has been some criticism of the goalkeeper. Whoa, whoa! I think it's an Josh. amazing shot. He's hit it very Mad hard. Opinion, He's hit it with Josh. swerve, but it doesn't go in that far away from Shea Josh, Given. Got to be honest. I think there'll be some goalkeepers. There's only one play- when you mentioned earlier on that Menteke is the only player that would get into our starting eleven. You've, you, you've, you've. You've hit the rocks here, my friend, because you're coming up against the greatest Shea Given fan of all that is true. time. <laughs> I think I think I think we should absolutely. I'd still sign Shea Given now. Yeah, I think Shea Given is a great keeper. Um, no, I'm not taking anything. He's the, he's the keeper we should have had for the last ten years. And the, the one Derma has been championing yeah. Shea Given as, as a potential aspect for about yeah, it's like six seven years. Yeah, so that's true. Yeah, is it the Irish connection though, or is it? Well, yeah, but as, in that Irish team, it's him, Robbie Keane, and Damian Duff with the, yeah. the three proper. You know, when they're at their best. Three Proper world class, yeah. and I, I feel a little bit sorry for Given because he's probably going to retire without winning anything. And he was mm. a great keeper. He was in goal, wasn't he, for Newcastle? Yes, he yeah. against us yes. in '98. Yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah, he made some really good saves in the cup final. He didn't have, have a bad oh, game. Yeah, he, could he didn't have a bad game. But that you, so, so let me just get this right. You're saying that that goal wasn't quite as amazing as we were all thinking it was because it was quite close to Shea Given. Even though, he like, famously, everyone's analysing the swerve, yeah, and the speed, and the whole. It's like diagrams in the papers about it. I, th- I think it's a, a good hit, and I think it's a great goal, but you're saying it's one of the all-time greatest. Yes. I'm not sure. I definitely think it's one of the all-time greatest. In a cup, cup final. Goals. Yeah, in a cup yeah. final. I mean, those things are allowed. The thing is, that we have this thing about the greatest, that it won't be as good as it was 10 years or 20 years. You are allowed to have the greatest now. Yes, exactly. It's allowed to exactly. have I think, so. I think one of the commentators said, you know, because they had yeah. the, the BBC had their greatest all-time cup goals thing, which I think Giggs won in that. Giggs won, yeah. So they kept replaying that and it was quite a funny thing. Well, the same final? Yeah. I Ke- hate that replay. And Keen had to rewatch mm. it like eight times. Yeah, because he, he comes on as a substitute and everyone else is tired. Exactly. And exactly. It's a great goal, yeah. but it's very really annoyed. The, con- right. the, the fact that's taken out of context always annoys totally. me. Totally. I, I, I think someone, someone said no one took him out. It really f- just Yeah, Keon should have taken him out. He fell over. Just take the yellow. Anyway. Oh, no. But <laughs> there, someone said, it might have been Gary Lennon, because someone said on BBC One, that is a contender. That's, That's how a, good it was, Josh. It was, a, it was a great goal. It was absolutely... I, d- I really don't believe it. Did you miss it? You should have said Were you it. not back in your seat in time? Is this the secret? I didn't leave my seat. Oh, okay. Time. Didn't no, you? Neither did no. I. What did you oh, go and do? Get a beer? Yeah, we went and got beer, yeah. yeah. How was your pre-match meal? You haven't told us about that. It was good. I had a delicious fish Duke and chips. Duke of York, I believe, isn't it? Duke of York pub in, in, in uh, St John's Wood. It's become our pre-Wembley yeah. It's a routine. Routine. Yeah. Run by a Spurs nice. guy, Spurs gonna... fan, and he treats us, he treats us brilliantly. Yeah, it was... It was You're it was going there pre-Community Shield, is that already in the diary? I hope I so. I never really make the... the community Shield's the, a bit... I never really make the charity shield. No, yeah, you'll be sunning you'll be calling it. This. You'll be calling it... What, who's sponsored the FA Cup now? Emirates. Emirates, yeah, it's the Emirates FA Cup next year. Yeah, you'll be calling it the the Emirates FA Cup. I'm, I refuse to do that. Yeah, we shouldn't really call just it the call Emirates it the Stadium. FA Cup. Should be either, oh, that break, that drives me up the wall. Mm. Why they couldn't have just gone the Emirates Highbury and then everyone just carried on going Highbury? Nice. That would have been nice. What was what was your let's have let's kind of you know what was your single highlight of the whole day of the match, or whatever, Alex? That's um, nice I would probably so I'd say the, the Sanchez goal. Yeah. I, it's very when you see a goal and straight away your first reaction is bloody hell mm. that was brilliant and then you go nuts I did it when yeah. um, 
Wilshere scored against Norwich last season. Oh, yeah. And my first reaction was, bloody hell, what yeah. a goal. And then you get to go nuts afterwards. <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. not, they're very rare, yeah, those sort of mean, goals. Yeah. And um, that, it, was, it was such an incredible, and it came at the perfect time. It and it was then when I started to really enjoy it, because I thought we were going to get beat. I was really did you see? Uh, well, Do you see all the players? Like, well, again, watching it back, Theo was looking at the big screen, the replay, to see how good it was. That was, <laughs> was, yeah, it? Yeah, I that was love, a brilliant I love Shane Givens' face as well. Yes. He almost has a little smile on yeah, his face. Yeah, he does, you're right. As if to say... I couldn't have gotten yeah. that. Yeah. Theo's reaction when he goes in is really funny. <laughs> because on there's one of the replays you see Theo's face immediately as it goes in. And it's yeah. just a look of surprise. Yeah, yeah. But a, a beautiful, beautiful yeah. moment. So that wasn't your favourite reaction? No, it wasn't my favourite. I thought it was a can we, Calm down. I think goal. it's a very good goal. I don't think it's one of the greatest ever FA Cup goals. And I will send you links later to some better oh, ones. Oh, I look forward to links. My favourite moment, without doubt, was Arsene Wenger coming towards the fans after done a few oh, yeah. post interviews and hearing that one Arsene Wenger chant because it feels and let, let's be honest it has been almost civil war amongst Arsenal fans yeah. Oh, yeah. and it does feel quite split about whether people have backed him some people took to writing an evening standard about how we should <sighs> maybe step away from the club board some of us have continued to back him <laughs> and uh, that moment of hearing there's one Arsene Wenger and it felt yeah. like 80% plus were joining in with it and giving him and giving him that moment again. Oh, I think everyone joined. And maybe maybe his, you know, people have gone, his legacy has been tarnished by staying for this second period of nine years or, or whatever it's been. And maybe that was a moment to go, you know what, even if he don't win anything the next two years, he's kind of recovered that. Mm. And agreed, that, was, totally that was my moment. Six FA Cup. Yeah, there was actually one of, when there was a moment after when during the celebration, Sanchez is sat just on the pitch, just oh, yeah. on his own, and he's looking at all the fans. He's looking through the goal at all the fans. And it's almost like he's taking, taking it mm, all in. Mm. And he looks as if he's... Bear in mind, this guy's played for Barcelona. He looks as if, literally, he's never seen anything like yeah, it before. That's good, and that, yeah. that, that, that was nice. nice. And he couldn't do any post-match interviews because he can't speak English properly. Do you see that? They couldn't be, he's standing there. I don't care if you don't speak a no, lot of the Queens when he's scoring <laughs> goals like that. <laughs> It must be lovely just thinking that because notoriously in Barcelona and Real Madrid they give their players quite a hard time if they're not mm. firing it all. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't seem to happen over here too much, does it? I think there's not Arsenal. They must quite like I don't know. Block 31 weren't kind to Theo Walker at times this season. Oh, I yeah, must and say. Judge, judge <laughs> Thingy in front of us yeah. gave Theo Ryan all the time every time he plays. What's uh, your uh, great, greatest moment? Scars are good. Scars are good. Um, I really enjoyed a bye with me. Uh, yeah. Well, I thought they put the lyrics up on the. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Alex, Alex Jones's choir. Alex Jones sorted that choir out. Yeah. Songs of praise. Football wise, um, I think we've covered it. To be honest with you, I thought I thought Wenger coming over was a really lovely moment. Um, I think you know one of maybe not the greatest, but one of the greatest <laughs> goals in the FA Cup. <laughs> and goal. I was so happy for Theo as well. Mm. It's got to be Theo for me. Two, uh, two Theo-related moments. The Theo goal was one of the greatest moments of, of my life because <laughs> I love him. And uh, we're his, so, his dads. And I was just in, was, I, I'm watching that back at four in the morning. I was drunk on Saturday night after going to someone's party. You never get drunk. Was it an FA Cup final celebration? No, it was party? just coincidentally my mate's birthday party oh, in okay. town. Yeah, so after doubled yeah, up, doubled up. Um, and I was practically in tears. I was practically in tears watching. I was in tears pretty much watching it back. There was it was a, so his response, his celebration was brilliant. As there well. was forty thousand at, um, at the Emirates, at the Highbury Emirates. Yeah, yeah. that's incredible. And uh, and uh, one of the, one of the girls came down, who's uh, the girlfriend of one of the guys that went with us. Oh yeah, and she said there was a little lovely sort of like warm pitch invasion at the end. Yeah, oh, that's good. It was really nice. That's great. And my other the- Theo related Theo and Wenger together moment was pointed out by Dom, who we were with, Dominic yeah. Baldwin, brother of famous Dan, who's away, missed the whole thing. What a disaster. Oh, no. Anyway, Dom, we were thinking, we were watching the... The, the acceptable post- face of the Baldwin family. Exactly, Dom is the acceptable face of the Baldwin family. We were watching the post-match <laughs> celebrations, and there was a brilliant moment where Wenger went over to where you were at the end, at the, at the, where all the fans were, and they were all 
because they were chanting his name and he was waving at them and Theo was right in front of him and he pointed at Theo kind of saying see like Theo's taken should take the credit and he was almost like he was saying A I picked him like how brilliant was it and B yeah. he delivered and he was just pointing at him and I thought that was brilliant because after all the stuff we've been talking every week we've been talking on this podcast about why isn't he picking him you know mm. it was just it was just brilliant like to seeing him embracing the whole fact that Theo did so well it's and just, he picked him it does feel in 90 minutes you've solved the willy won't he stay yeah, doesn't it? It just seems absolutely it's a dream incomprehensible that he's going to leave now. Mm. It's a dream come true. Should we tackle a couple of vaguely controversial things? Like the, this the Jack singing thing? thing? Well, yeah. I was watching it live, Boyd. I'll tell you what happened. So, oh, Will, go on. Wilshire. So, um, you, went to the, you went to the. No, um, parade. no I oh. didn't. I was. Did you watch uh, it on Arsenal TV? I was watching oh. it um, on Never. Arsenal TV with a mate. We were sitting there watching it, um, a little bit hungover, you know, trying to get food in front of the. Connected up to the telly, did it properly. And uh, Wilshire gets the mic and he starts going, what do you think of Tottenham? And he gets a reply, shit, what do you think of shit, Tottenham, thank you very much. And then he goes, it's happened again, it's happened again, Tottenham Hotspur. And I'm thinking, that's all right, that's all right. And then he goes, my old man, said be. And Nigel Mitchell, who we've had on this podcast, oh, yeah. just goes and like, grabs the mic from him Brilliant. because he knows the next four words involve several expletives. Yeah. And at that point, they suddenly have to go back to the studio. And Dan Roebuck, who we've also had on the podcast, it's just so obviously not expected to be back on air. And then someone's <laughs> going, oh, we're sorry for Jack's, uh, you know, exuberance. Jack's C-word emergency. No, they were like, oh, Jack's obviously very excited to have won the FA Cup for the second time. Jack's clearly off his face. Oh, that's the best thing. That's the point. The hat that he's got on. The hat hadn't come off in 24 hours and he was wearing sunglasses when it was raining in North London. He'd been up till six in the morning at some glamorous night spot, hadn't he? With you. Weirdly. Your friend's party. Yeah, it wasn't (laughs) my friend's party. I think it was quite close by. But with a random selection of badly dressed, by the way, Arsenal players. Who was that? Chesney was there wearing a horrible waistcoat t-shirt wouldn't combat. have it any other way yeah and who else went um uh weirdly jack Grealish went from um yeah he what? was there that was odd that was the detail that he, was in he the... could have been playing for us it was that ineffective it was in so weird that he went to, <laughs> if i was a villa fan i wouldn't be happy with that no no you wouldn't want that um uh just there was, there was like a handful of players who stayed up to six in the morning at this night club with with fingers approval good, by yes, the way oh no but he thought. said they can do what they like and it, on in his post he said they can go and drink and do what they like yeah that was that which was classic well, so when they say you're going to buy any more players because like, i'm going to buy my players a drink yes exactly but they it was brilliant to see also i think Jack. in this day and age where we just we bemoan the fact that there's no connectivity post gerard it's kind of post gerard right. era yeah. of like, everyone saying that'll never happen again and you know players will never play for this for one club do you know what for a little bit of banter with our sort of greatest rivals yeah. And they said there are no like, characters like as well. The That's the other clear. Yeah, He's got passion, Jim. Yeah, the, the only thing, I, I just think the third song is just maybe... <laughs> the C-word song. Yeah, I just yeah. think there are, there are some kids knocking about and it's like, when you're trying to... I just think it's funny that there's... There was, there was, I saw a tweet about them saying that like, Tottenham fans should go to the police. And it's just oh like, I, just, I was thinking about <laughs> the irony of Tottenham fans wanting to report Jack Wilshire. <laughs> for inciting a crowd to say the word shit given some of the players well, they've yeah. watched at that club <laughs> <laughs> they should be reporting every one of their last managers since I've been alive it's incredible exactly. that is true yeah and there was one journalist I think he was from I can't even remember his name I think he was at PA who said it's another Arsenal a PR catastrophe. That's what I just got. I thought, it's what are you talking the, yeah, about? The this long Jack, litany. Yeah, of <laughs> this, a, what is this litany of PR to be answered? B, what? Jack swearing in a. We have the meekest, face. most polite, we the meekest, most polite players. I know. You want, well, someone said to me uh, recently, he said, we've, got a, we've just got a bunch of players 
that you'd be happy to take back to your mother-in-law. Yeah, and right. It's, and it's such a it was such a good, and you just sort of want someone to come in and just be a little bit rough and a little bit, you know, a little bit ballsy and 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 be a fan of the club, which is what Jack is. Well, you see, Chesney was past the microphone at one point as well. Oh, was he? And all he said was, "Has anyone got a lighter?" Obviously, a reference oh, to his good. cigarette oh, in the Southampton. So he was trying to be a bit yeah, controversial. There. Not a PR it, disaster, though. Yeah. No. The only other thing is, I think that um, I'd much rather uh, Jack does more talking on the pitch next season, keeps no, himself yeah. fit, and as well, he did the same thing last year. He did, yes, he did exactly just, the same. Yeah, yeah right. and uh, you know when because I was I was reading a thing about them all being out till six in the morning. And I said to my, I went, two Arsenal players pictured coming out of a club at six in the morning. Who do you reckon yeah, they are? <laughs> I went, Wilshere, Shane, right? And I went, yeah, that yeah. is that yeah. would be the two. And now, arguably, you yeah. know, you don't see um, Alexis Sanchez out. No, you don't. Anymore, and he's he's played far more consistently. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, you, the only surprise was that they didn't have fags hanging out of their mouth or whatever, or illegal, yeah. illegal, or legal highs or whatever it is that <laughs> all the players get up to these days. Um, I guess we should wrap it up. I mean, like, our feelings about the season as a whole now, and and, and looking ahead, what, what do we feel? I think that there were some there were some moments when you looked at it and you thought we're still not learning our lesson um, the Anderlecht Friel yeah. massive one Monaco at oh home God. sheer yeah. unbridled <laughs> stupidity <laughs> yes. at times yes. and you, you just keep thinking how, how long before the penny drops um, that was that's yeah. probably the, the worst moment And yeah. then, but you suddenly started to look at it towards the end and you think when he's got some options if he adds a couple then, then we're, we're not far off and Bellerin and Coquelin coming through even though Coquelin is a complete fluke no yeah. matter what Wenger says total fluke it, yeah. that is a complete he never planned to bring no. him back no. at that time fortunately I just for don't think he looks out. totally different I remember him yeah, being really short and slight I think they've just swapped yeah, yeah. him for someone else <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's just left yeah. I thought he was quite a tasty kind of utility back kind of a if incredible. I was him don't yeah. ever get rid of the goatee don't get, rid of, like, yeah. don't get rid of that goatee, Cochlam, because it makes you an yeah, infinitely yeah. better player. By Completely, the yeah. <laughs> Super buff with a goatee. Totally, he's totally transformed. Hench yeah. Erzl's another highlight of the season as well. Mesut Erzl oh, yeah. smashing the protein yes. shakes for Christmas <laughs> and coming back absolutely ripped. Yeah. And he went to the club. He was a surprise. I mean, he presumably doesn't even drink. He's supposed to be Muslim and everything. But he went to that nightclub. With uh, with the with the guys, Kieran Gibbs, he was there as well. Wasn't Gibbs doing a like the Ya Ya Cola yeah. kind of chant, but with Lolos, which is apparently the Koscielny song uh, amongst the players? Yeah, there's some amazing video footage of them all doing this wild. Maybe it's like Ya 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 Sonogo, and it's Ya Ya and Lolo. Uh, maybe, maybe, <laughs> could be. Yeah, I don't know. Ya Ya Sonogo chant, blimey! Who'd have thought it? What's your feeling about the whole season, Dan? We haven't had, we haven't had a chance to hear your general. I mean, do you think I, I as as Josh cunningly mentioned? I did. I was in the standard mm-hmm. Where, it, uh, during the low point of our season. I think it was just after that Monaco game, which was disastrously bad. That performance mm. we lost at home, and I did write things saying at some point soon, maybe Wenger should think about leaving of his own accord. I didn't want to sack him. Let, I always make that clear. But I kind of went in the you know it's getting a bit ridiculous. It's getting stale. Do you think? Look back now and think people like me who even doubted him are were stupid. No, I think you you know we have so many sort of ups and downs in the season and the buck stops with the manager so I get that. I and I know that overall you're supportive of him anyway. It's yeah. more I, I the Wenger out brigade kind of annoy me because it because every time we don't turn up as a team they seem to come out and and um it's time <laughs> this oh, is you, the title. You just put it up. Yeah, it is time for Stale Arsenal Wenger to leave Arsenal. As, as I don't people think always you, say, I imagine your sub editor did yeah. that, right? That's the standard sub editor. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. Um uh, as a, it, I, you know as a season, I think for the most part, I agree with you. I think for mm. the most part, the, the annoying games, the one-offs here and there, and the, and the early, the early sort of um, 
the early year consistent early season inconsistency kind of annoys me. I thought we did far better against the big four this year, yeah, of which did. we are one, so the big three. Um, <clears throat> and so overall, yeah, I'm pretty happy. I like, I, I, you know, I think what Alex says is right. You, we've got to add a couple of players, and I think we're almost there. And do we think we're going to chunk? Sorry, Josh. No, I was going to say we we got four less points, but right. you've got to look at each season on its own. I think, and I, I wrote down the five best results and the five worst results which the, the good ones being the victories at, at City and United mm. and home wins over Liverpool we crushed them Villa at home the league was magnificent and the final the bad ones as, as Alex really mentioned Anderlecht at home uh, Monaco at home United at home Swansea and Stoke away I think the good ones are, are more good than the bad ones are bad if that makes sense because if you look at Monaco we really battered them on the night in terms of shots on goal it was a freak night Giroud just couldn't score United at home we were really unlucky to lose and let's be honest it's not the first time we've gone to Stoke away and lost home draw in the Champions League group which got through anyway I think it was a big year for going to Man City and proving we've got the capabilities of winning there was a massive year for going to Old Trafford in a big FA Cup tie where you felt whoever wins it is the absolute favourites to go on all the way to Wembley as we proved it and win the Mm. FA Cup and look we are nearer than we've ever been the squad is better than it's been in years and um you know, you, you wrote there, I'd like the great man to realise he and Arsenal are going around in circles. He should leave with his own accord, <laughs> dignity and pride intact. Wow, and let some other brilliant manager have a go. So provocative. Um, I'm suggesting, Alex, I don't know what you think, but I it think Wenger like deserves another go. I tell right. you what, but, go on. I'm again, being mean, I'm, I'm being mean. I He's not been that negative. We did a, uh, one of the podcasts towards the end of last season, yeah. and I said, it's always the same. Every single summer we go through this. Right. Surely, <laughs> Arsenal will go right. out and gets what's needed. And last exactly. summer it was a centre-half and he didn't do it again until January and we came yep. a cropper in a lot of games. This summer you look at it and you think, right, he needs another defensive midfielder. Yep. We can't, you know, if Cochrane gets injured, he needs yep. some support. So go out and do what's needed. It's not wholesale changes. Like what, yep. you know, Absolutely. You know, get rid of some of the deadwood in the squad. Yep. You know, and, and all of these journalists get, are saying, oh, you're exactly right, Martin Samuel said it, Barney Ray said, just, this is the real Wenger test now, he's just got to go out, yeah. buy Schneiderlin in tomorrow, do it now. I still think the goalkeeper as well. I definitely I, a goalkeeper. I still think the goalkeeper. And I think a striker, I think he's got to go out and get two or three good players, and then, that's it, I think the argument's over. I just think do it early we, as well. We will be competing for the championship, do it early. He's got to bear in mind that Sanchez is going to be at the Copper America, and mm. he'll do what he did with Urz or Mertesacker, so he's not going to get, he's not going to put him in until yeah. I reckon no, you'll right, start yeah. to see Sanchez firing again in probably you know like kind yeah. of like November, end of maybe. September, yeah. like October. Theo should get a few games though. Yeah, uh, yeah. So but I think this is a huge moment. I mean, we say this, but you're right. We say it every year, but this is even the most big, the biggest, hugest moment and yeah. the biggest test well, of it because he's not quite hasn't got excuses now. Well, he's got the money. He said it. Go out and buy the players. Do well, it. what's different now is there's a time frame on this, and the time frame is two years. And that's all he's got left to try and win win the league oh, and the Champions I think League. He's got to do it now. He's got to do everything year. he can to get it done. Anyway. And I hope that um, just some players. I hope that Chamberlain stays fit next season. Oh, please, I re- yeah. And you know, Wilshere and Ramsey, I hope they get and fear. I just hope that you know, some of these players who've had a bit of bad luck, haven't? I mean, Debussy was unlucky with injuries this yeah. year. I'd like well, maybe a blessing in disguise because yeah. you know, where would Bellerin have been but for that? But so yeah, I just hope that we you know keep everyone fit as well um, and Rizicki. Oh, oh, yeah, we should say Rizuki, yeah. Don't my favourite, it's my favourite. Li- literally the biggest... More than you're Theo. really, you're, you are Rizuki's yeah. father, pretty much. No, yeah. Rizuki's sort of, he's quite old, so we're sort of brothers. Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. Didn't Big you sit brothers. with his family? Blood brothers. Oh, no, I did. You oh, sat yeah, with Rizuki's yeah, family. Yeah, yeah, me, me, yeah. How about that? Me and How Jack White were in a box of his wife and his uh, mum and the, the, his kids. Oh, what were they like? Yeah, all right, yeah. I mean, didn't... 
didn't really talk to us uh, that much, but they seemed very pleasant. I would yeah. not have even watched the game. Were you probably drunk again? No, I was stone cold sober. I'd just be talking to him all game. I wouldn't I'd even look. I'd have been like, yeah. what's Thomas like? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his favourite? What sort oh, of that, music? That'd be a draw, wouldn't it? It was we, just really weird because when he came on, they all went into the box, just done one. Did they? Yeah, they've been sat there <laughs> watching for 70 minutes. He comes on, then they just all go back into the box and start. I don't know what, what they're doing. Eating. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. That's, That's really weird. Poor Thomas. Why did that to we, my Thomas? No. Nah. We should, but thanks so much um, to Alex and Derek for coming. Thanks so much for all, you, Josh. You've transformed this podcast. Yeah, your hard work. Look, it's been a, a pleasure to do it. And and great to have I'm, you alongside. I apologize. I'm keeping Derm, Derm's got to get home. It was a general. shoddy uh, farce of a podcast before Josh showed up. It was. It? it totally was. Absolutely. Yeah. It was a shambles. Basically, and that was. You know, it was all down to me. Josh has just turned. And Josh has brilliantly written this list of people we should thank. So before I can give you a few couple more minutes just to yeah, say thank I'm you. I'm interested. I want to hear them. To the to all the people that have been on the podcast: Ben Winston, yeah, Jeff Arsenal, yeah. Kenny Ken, Alan Alger, Pete oh, Wood, Lagrove. Ken? Who's Kenny Ken? He's a, uh, is that a made up one? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that one here. Honestly, honestly <laughs> if he was sitting here, off us, <laughs> <laughs> he is a a, a very. Um, very well known Arsenal. He's a, a oh. very, a very big. I'll show you a picture. Oh, okay. You would certainly that. remember him once you've seen him. He's a, oh, a big, okay. big guy. You're not going to forget his name, are no, you? No, no. <laughs> Massimo Marioni, Alex Finn, Tim Payton, Chas Nuki Burden, Sammy Mockbell, Leith Youssef, Robbie he's from making, Arsenal Fan TV. He's making half of these up. Leith Youssef is a good guy. Ask Robbie from Arsenal Fan TV, living legend. Michael Heller. You know what? Just about Robbie. Yeah. You know, he came on last time and he needed a ticket desperately oh, yeah. for his cameraman. Three hours before the game, I got a call. Oh. Someone got a ticket. I've never seen someone so happy. Amazing. Um, Tom Rosenthal, of course, the hilarious yeah, Tom Rosenthal. Right. Jonathan Sperling, Adrian Clark, Paddy Barclay, remember him? Amy Lawrence, the legend, no, Gareth no, no, no. Parker, Benji Peters, Little Wall, Ricky Lawrence, Michael Rhodes, Jonathan Houseman, Dan Roebuck, Ari Last, James Ollie, Mark Pugach, legend, Jamie Slavin, Nigel Mitchell, Graham Goodkind. Bernie Slavin. Bernie Slavin. <laughs> Trevor Harris, Raymond Red Action. Jim Harriet of East, East Lower Fame on Twitter, Billy of the Subways, Matt Mason of Q Magazine, and of course, last and absolutely most, Derma and Alex. And a special thank you to our regular sub Last and last, probably. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I mean, sub psychic Ollie Shorts, for all those times you've been off yes, in Israel, yes. hanging out with the with your forefathers. At your weddings. I just want to say thanks to Oz. But uh, thanks to you, boy, because thanks your dedication, oh, your busy schedule, and please. you always make it a priority oh, to be man, here. Right. And I know people come up and see you around the stadium and always yeah, that's, yeah, say that, that, that they true, listen yeah. and they enjoy it. Yeah, and yeah, it's a credit amazing, to you yeah. for carrying no, on thanks. year after year. And we'll hopefully be back uh, next year, the Arsenal podcast, Footballistic Arsenal. Thanks for being on. The bizarrely titled, still got it, still sticking with it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. See you. Cheers. Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network.